0: welcome daters to the, the Yentas. Yentas. We are three matchmakers. Eliza Ben Shalom.
1: Michal Neistetter
0: and Danielle Selber.
1: Yenta can carry a negative gossipy connotation.
0: We are not that.
2: We are love professionals and proud to be Yentas.
0: This is a part of our tradition, our history. We support your search for your person.
1: The three of us met over coffee many years ago and have collaborated and supported each other and our clients ever since.
2: This is your invite to our chat at the virtual coffee shop. Who should you date? Who should you marry? These are the biggest decisions a person can make. You don't have to do it alone.
0: You've got us. Ready? Come on in. Take a seat.
1: Yentes. The word of the day today is Shabbat. How's everybody doing before we get started? Shabbat is
2: the word? Yeah, that's the word. You just threw word. that in there, right? just like, Yeah, we're just doing
1: it. Shabbat.
0: I'm yeah. doing great. I'm a little chilly, but I'm doing great, and I love Shabbat.
1: Me too. How yes. about you, Danielle?
0: I'm a big fan of Shabbat. Rest, relaxation, renewal. Yes. And today on our
1: Shabbat episode, uh, we brought in another Yenta. Do you want to introduce yourself? My name is
3: Paulina.
1: I'm Michal's mother. Hello, Michal's, Hi, Michal's Ima. Michal's Yay! <laughs> Why not bring on more Yentas onto the show? So, Mom- wait, I just want to call out
2: it isn't Shabbat. I know you said on the Shabbat oh, episode. Shabbat. Right, right. Oh, right but right. we're like talking about Shabbat. <gasps> so it's the Shabbat episode, but it's not being recorded on Shabbat, yes, obviously. Great point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Shabbat is the word of the
2: day.
1: Mommy, what is Shabbat?
3: I will I will not give explanation Shabbat, but it's uh, absolutely amazing that uh, we have Shabbat. Jews have Shabbat.
2: Shabbat's the seventh day of the week. It is the Sabbath. It is our holy day, and it's our day of rest. But it's not rest like you would think, like, oh, kick up your feet and take a nap, although plenty of people take a little Shabbos nap. But it is our day to stop our work, our creative acts within this world, and to live on God's time where we have a time to work and we have a time to just be and that's Shabbat and connect and recharge plug in in a different
3: way Uh Mm. plug in upstairs I will add something for me Shabbat also there are so many other meanings I do like or I do highly appreciate when I have opportunity
1: to study okay thank you <laughs> this is my mom's first podcast. Um, You're doing okay, great. so I'm going to reference Hooray for Yiddish. In the yeah. shtetl, Shabbos brought the hint of angels, visions, and heaven and golden thrones and miracles. So when I read this, I thought about how Shabbat is such a big opportunity for connection. And Danielle knows the art of bringing together daters Over for Shabbat, Shabbat and making miracles happen. So I'm kind of curious has any couple ever met?
0: through one of your Shabbats. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, Shabbat does the work for you, right? Like if you bring people together, right? It's the easiest possible dating event because you bring people together in this beautiful space, right? You have food and you have like just the magic of connection and conversation flows. And usually, you know, because of the rituals that are involved in Shabbat, you have a blessing over the wine, a blessing over the bread, the blessing over the candles. These are things that instantly bring the whole room together. And it's, it's a inherently positive experience. So, you know, You sort of remove a layer of, like, needing to get into that intimacy space by creating ritual, right? Experiencing it together, and then everyone's able to talk on a much deeper level for the whole night long. And, like, that's where relationships come from.
2: It is so true. And Shabbat night, Friday night versus Shabbat day, Mm -hmm. Saturday, there's a different energy. Yes, Friday night is really magical there is like you said something in the air and intimacy something that happens that you literally cannot create any other time and even shabbat day it has its own energy and it is not the same as what it is as friday night friday night for me also it's like it's fire it's just yeah yeah, it's it's magic it's totally magic
0: And 25 hours later, you have the end of Shabbat, which is called Havdalah, another ceremony, another ritual where you bring everyone together to say goodbye to the Shabbat and hello to the rest of the week. So like just perfection. (laughs) There's some magic to Shabbat. And the reason why we're bringing this up on our
1: podcast is because I think some people are listening because they want to be a Yenta and they want to be a matchmaker. And so one big piece of advice is to open up your home, invite people like the way my mother did with me, because... Because there's already magic there, there's so much potential for connection. I realized what my mom did growing up is like we would have an open door and we would have people over all the time. Aliza, you do that. Oh. Danielle, you do that too. We <laughs> um, all and, the time. and allowing people, you know, bringing people into your home, bringing in that energy. And then when everybody would leave, my mom and I would just talk about who we loved. <laughs> that's what we do on Shabbat.
3: That, that's true. And I think, like, you know, also one of the good uh learnings for us. We do not count the chairs, right? Like you mm. know, as many people come, everybody mm. is welcome. We don't need to count. Yes. We, everybody is welcome.
2: Yeah, and we always find that if we have another person we'll find another chair. Yeah. And and either that or we'll sit with the kids, two of us will sit on one chair at the head of the table. Two of us will sit, or we we'll sw- much, you know, one in the middle and two on the side. Our table somehow magically grows to fit however many people we have. Like we can fit. 15 if we really, you know, do a nice job, but then if you add another one on each side, 17 and two on the <laughs> other side, 19. We could fit about 20 people. Everything with sardines,
1: don't you? You like to you like to squeeze them in like sardines and then you also eat sardines, we eat don't sardines. you? Okay. Yeah, you, oh, have, yeah, you have you have a fish
2: course that. and then the meat course. You know, you do kiddish, the wine, blessings over the challah. You have your fish course which does include sardines if you come to my and, house. And your house. Listen, yes. I, I didn't grow up with this. This was not my thing. Uh-oh. Yeah. My we didn't I mean, we didn't grow up with Shabbat. My husband didn't grow up with Shabbat. But when we kind of came to it we developed our own customs and you're supposed mm. to have a fish course. A lot of people have gefilte fish. Uh, Russians, they might have
3: like shbrota, right? Am yes, I right about that? Right? Right. And Moroccans so, have Morocco. Moroccan fish. Moroccan, what is it? It's
1: voltxi. How do you pronounce it? Sprote. Voltxi. I was close. Shbrota. I did a good job. Give us some <laughs> credit, mommy. And, and, and we
2: kind of got into sardines, which are similar to sprote. <laughs> and they are, they're, you have to buy, bristling. Two-layered, double-packed. I'm oh. just telling you, and it's here in America. My husband, oh, man, now that I thought of it, I'm going to have to go do it. I have to go buy
1: them. He oh, and bring them back? In
2: bulk. you 50 or 100 little packs of sardines. He
1: brings them back, and then we have them for Shabbos. If you want your Shabbat week. to be holy, bring the man. Bring your husband what he wants. And Shabbat isn't only you know holy for us and, and people who are dating, but for a couple— Mm. It's also really important in for yeah, a family. There's, there's
2: a Eshet which is the uh-huh. woman of valor. It's what a husband sings or says to his wife, and there's a whole, I'm going to call it a poem, a she'er that they that we read that we say, who, you know, a good wife who can find, right? <laughs> Where can you find a good wife? Where are you going to find? <laughs> and it goes through, you know, talking about the the Jewish woman, this woman of valor and honoring her on the Sabbath.
3: Absolutely. And I am as a mother, that I didn't know years ago. And I also learned from my friends <coughs> who are um, making always blessings to the children of Friday night. And for me, it was some kind of magic mm. if my children are with me or not with me, our grandchildren to send love and blessings. Mm-hmm. And especially in <laughs> during the time we, we have a lot of broken relationships between parents and children. How it's important always to send love and blessings we are blessed as parents i'm blessed by having my wonderful daughter mm. <coughs> and i have a son and uh, it's very important send love and blessings and we have this opportunity maybe every day but we don't have every day always mm-hmm. unless but you're f- Lisa and you give blessings every day <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's so true. and every yeah. podcast yes so i understand us, but like mortals. you know we also <laughs> in, we live in america and how many times we say love you? but there is something special about shabbat it, that that's true but on shabbat evening like you know it's so important
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Danielle, I want a juicy, I want a juicy story of a couple that you introduced on a Shabbat. Oh, I want to
2: know.
0: Okay, put me on the spot. Okay, but think. You think
2: I have a story? Great. Can I tell you a story? <laughs> you, this is your think time. So. I had a couple that I wanted to set up and, you know, there's always a complication of this or that. I'm like, okay, come for Shabbat. Why don't you come? Mm. Oh, good. Yes. Oh, good. Why don't you come for Shabbat? We'd love to see you. Great. Yes. Yay. They end up at my Shabbat table and everything's going nicely and everybody's schmoozing, but I sat them kind of close together so that they could have a little extra schmooze time. Good nice. strategy. Yeah, they don't good know this. strategy this is, this is what I'm doing, you know, like put all the players in the right position. And then at the end of the night, everybody was going to leave and walk home and I was like, oh, She's I think she's walking in the same direction. Maybe you could walk with her just, yes. you know, safety in numbers. <laughs> wink, wink. Mm. (laughs) And uh, yeah, they've been married. They have three kids. And it turned out to be a really incredible match. And it started at my Shabbat table.
0: Love it. Yeah. Well, and all the success stories are going to sound like that, right? Because mine sounds exactly the same, right? They were sitting at least near each other, these two folks. And then later in the night, they sort of drifted away from the table and then drifted towards the couch. And then by the end of the night, they're the only ones left in my home, (laughs) chit-chatting, like completely engaged with each other, walk out the door. I'm like, Hi, guys. <laughs> and Table one at your wedding, please. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Don't forget where you met.
1: Yeah. I have a success story that might not sound like a big success, but I remember um, I was working with one VIP client of mine who was just so frustrated by dating, but also by the one on one dates. Like, he's just so tired of like the conversations. And I was like, all right, we need to shake it up. And I exclusively set up Shabbat dinners just for him, and I would bring bring a lot so of kind girls. of like speed, yeah.
2: like the way that you do speed yeah, dating online yeah. or speed dating in person. You did like
1: not exactly speed Shabbat yeah. dating, but ish. We had ish. one of these recently. At, oh my yeah, gosh, I we love had two of them it. recently. Actually, we did. Yeah. We love doing them because it, it really just like takes down the pressure. And he was just mm-hmm. so grateful mm-hmm. for the experience. Like, yes, it's nice to be matched, and some people do love dating, but some people can't even do that. So you need to have Maybe. another book of
2: like the organic, meat. yeah, and yeah. the Shabbat table like you Danielle said it provides that elevated level of intimacy and connection that happens without having to try so hard yeah it's there in the environment
0: yeah it feels nothing like a first date Shabbat is the opposite of a first date <laughs> feeling I was just remembering at the Shabbat that one guy um, he made really good tahina carrots yeah it's a
1: good it's a good time to also show off your cooking skills. that's right and that was the that. conversation
0: yeah like oh what you bring what you do yeah cool
1: um, all right, so I'm probably gonna cue up a question. How does that sound? And I think it goes well with the discussion. Any more thoughts on Shabbat before we move along, my friends? Now we're Try good. Try it,
2: like Nike says, just do it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm gonna play it
3: right. To remember the word fire, there is always fire. <laughs>
1: oh, I did just want to bring up one thing I thought of for, for Shabbat. Isn't it, um, isn't it very important or more holy if a couple is married to have sex on Shabbat? There is, not.
2: there is this thing to be intimate on Shabbat that it's considered like a double mitzvah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. You're cu- you're cued
2: into all the goods. <laughs> g- you are the you know the sex
1: sex expert. Well, I think that some parts of Judaism aren't all sex negative. There's some parts that are really sex positive, and I think tons that's cool. of like, tons so of things I are sex yeah, yeah, positive. absolutely. Sex positive. Thanks, ma'am. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's go in for our question.
4: Hi, this is Alan, and I live in Texas. I'm a real estate agent, 34 years old, and a common problem I have ran into when dating is that I definitely want to marry a Jewish girl, but a lot of times there are girls who are in different levels of religiosity, Um, sometimes they're a little more reform and I'm more traditional, I like to do Shabbat dinner and don't eat pork or shellfish. And a lot of times they're also more religious, more observant, they observe Shabbat and keep kosher. And I'm not sure that I want to get to that level and it has been a like because I found that those types of girls are really quality, great, great girls down to earth. And I like that they're obviously, you know, Jewish and traditional. but. Um, when it comes to like keeping Shabbat and keeping kosher, we kind of come into an obstacle. And uh, so, once to see what your take was on that. Is there a way to to manage it, to navigate it, or or what's your advice on it?
2: Awesome. That's a really deep, good question. That like gets into the heart of are we a match? We could have chemistry. We might live in the same location. We might have some similar values. But when it comes down to my daily practice of who I am with my Judaism, I do Shabbat. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do Shabbat, what do we do for not it's not just that one day of the week, right? Right. You have Friday night, Saturday day, but it's leading up to it. Shabbat isn't just a day. Shabbat is almost a mentality Mm -hmm. of living your life towards That being the highlight of your week and then the rest of the week you go to work, you do your mundane things, your daily life. But I think when you live with a Shabbat mentality, like he's describing, it's very different if you don't have that. And for a life partner, how do you build a life together and can you really?
0: Yeah, you wouldn't be in sync, and I feel like Eliza, this was a theme that came out really quickly on the on the show. Eliza Ben Shalom, star of Jewish matchmaking on Netflix, <laughs> um, it came up, I think, in the first like five minutes, right, about like religiosity and levels and, and with it, Danny and David, exactly, exactly. Yes. yeah, like like an instant, an instant, not problem, but an instant thing to consider, right? The first thing to figure out,
2: right? And it was a real question, meaning not just do I like you and do you like me, but is this even viable? Because mm-hmm. if if we're different, but we want to be in a similar place in a year or two from now, or we're heading in a similar direction, totally fine. You don't have to be the same today. Being similar is good enough, and heading in the same direction is good enough. But <laughs> if I like who I am, and you like who you are, and those aren't two similar things with your Judaism, it is going to create some challenges around how you navigate mm-hmm. your life.
1: Well, Number one, religiosity is a word. <laughs> that came up, <laughs> too. Um, and mm-hmm. before I give any advice, I, I was wondering, Eliza, if you could touch on what it was like for you to watch the date with Faye, where they were talking about religiosity. Because I think that's where a lot of secular Jews and non-Jews were kind of dumbfounded. You know, they were like, I don't get it. They had so much chemistry, you know. Right. So...
2: Uh, What you saw was a first and second date on camera, and then they had a third date off camera, which I really wanted to happen on camera, but there's always timing things that happen, and um, they dug into the religiosity side of things, Mm -hmm. and even when a couple has chemistry, and even when there's a good vibe and good energy, and a lot of things in common, if how I want to raise my family and how I observe my Judaism is deeply important to me, and I'm practicing things on a regular basis and to raise a family and to be on the same page you need a partner who's similar enough and to the naked eye you might think well it's similar enough. They're both religious, right? Well, they're not secular. Mm-hmm. OK, they're not flexidox. They're not traditional. No, they're both in a religious camp. So isn't that good enough? But when you get into that religious camp and you see what that looks like, you realize, no, there are some nuances and some differences. And raising a family with a partner who's not practicing in the same way that you're practicing is going to create some friction and is going to create some challenge. You have two choices. a Let's figure out how to make it work. I like you enough, and I'm flexible with my Judaism on on where I'm at and where I want to be. Or B, I like where I'm at, I know where I'm heading, and it's not close enough to where you're at. And wow, there's a spark here, but that's not going to be enough to make this work long term. But it it was devastating to viewers. Uh, It was heartbreaking because there was a beautiful connection that was happening.
1: And I thought it was one of the most beautiful ones to to watch. And it was fascinating to me that the most the most chemistry that I could observe as a matchmaker was between them. And it was so pure.
2: No touching. No touching. Right. Right. Chemistry does not have to involve touching even I would even say higher levels of chemistry come when you don't touch, which is all about my five date challenge Mm -hmm. and not touching. But People don't know it because they haven't tried it. Many people have never tried it in their life and have never even heard of the concept. But once you actually try it, it's a. It's, I'm just telling you, it's a little addictive, like Doritos, you know. Like <laughs> I like Cheetos. Or, or Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. This is like once you try it, you're like, no, I'm good. I'll go 60s. Don't want to touch. Oh, I'm excited to see you. And then if it's on Shabbat, forget about it. <laughs> Ooh, the chemistry. Um, so, mommy,
1: do you have any advice um, for him in Texas? It's difficult to give uh, give advice.
3: But I would say also when people do meet, that to what extent they're able to adjust to each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I don't know the word compromise because people do change their ways, but to adjust if there is chemistry in general. So even that we do talk about religion because it's not necessarily just religion, it's philosophy of life. Uh, I wonder if it's possible to talk about this.
2: Mm -hmm. I think it is. I absolutely think it is possible. And I think that there was potential there for that to happen Mm -hmm. with Shia and Faye or anybody like a Shia and Faye in the world. Mm -hmm. And even let's just take an example, because I had a a guy who was secular and he said, but when I get married, you know, Danielle knows who I'm talking talking about, right? So he's like, but I'm going to keep Shabbat when I get married and I'm going to keep kosher when I get married. And I said, what? He said, yeah, yeah, don't worry, I'm going to do that. I said, well, how are you gonna find somebody who's gonna buy into the fact that you, in the future, think that you're going to be doing that and meantime, you're not actually doing that. Mm -hmm. So either don't do it and be okay with yourself or do do it and just take the step without a partner. And he said, yeah, actually, that's a really good point. Okay, I'm gonna throw Shabbat dinner at my house this week. I'm inviting all my friends. And that literally started the cycle of him choosing to embrace Shabbat. He could have just as easily gone the other way. I don't care which way he goes. I want him to do what's best for his life. He chose to do it. And within about nine months later. Less. You changed everything for him. He was already engaged by like nine months later. He Mm -hmm. had met somebody very quickly who did keep Shabbat at a very similar level. And everything worked out. And then he messages me. Great. We're dating. Great. We got engaged. (laughs) Thank you so much. And I was like, wow. I think I had, I don't know, three mentoring coaching sessions with him and he didn't even need matchmaking he was his own matchmaker
0: yes Hmm. this was a person who had been single for a long time struggling for a long time and all and he needed you to say to him be the person that you want to be in the future in order to find the person you want to date now that's what he needed and he and he listened right like that's the other important part he said yes and instantly I I if I was, if it was three months before he met his now wife, I think that would be too long. Like it was, it was almost <laughs> it instantaneous. Very yeah, mm.
1: Very, very quickly. That's why coaching is powerful. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm wondering with this guy, cause we don't know his whole life and we don't know the context, but he should, or if he can try to really live out what he wants yeah. in I the think future. He, I think he is, but I think he's
2: finding this, this challenge of. I know who I am, I know what I like, and I can't find anybody where I'm at. Somebody's either more religious than I am or somebody's less religious than I am. Mm -hmm. So my advice to him would be don't go to either extreme. Like, we don't want you to be with somebody that's super religious, and we don't want you to be with somebody that's super secular. It's not going to work. He's in a traditional box. I would say a -a flexidox box could work for him. A modern orthodox box could work. Conservative slash conservadox, or somebody that loves their Judaism and is thinking about living it more and including Shabbat in that picture. And and kind of like this guy that Danielle and I know is thinking about taking those steps or is ready now to already take those steps. Mm -hmm. But you need somebody that's in, I'm going to call it a Shabbat mindset. And I love that the word of the day and the caller of the day are completely aligned. I'm sure you did that, Michal. Good job. (laughs) And, And I think that it is so true that We have to have certain boundaries. And somebody who never wants to be observing Shabbat isn't going to be a good match for this guy. And somebody who's going to be observing Shabbat to really strict levels is also going to be out of his comfort zone. So Mm -hmm. he has his little Shabbat Zone that's good for him within a range plus or minus, but not extreme on either
0: side. Mm-hmm. And to Paulina's point, making th- this idea not being sure of like where those boundaries end and playing within that and being OK with considering going up a little higher or a little lower different direction in observance. And this is where matchmaking This is where matchmaking is really fascinating and fun because there's, we talk about all these high level concepts and spiritual things. And then there's also this super practical side this like brass tacks of like, how are you spending your days? What do you do on Friday? (laughs) How many times a day do you pray? Like on the show, what uh, Shia and uh, Faye were dealing with. Mm -hmm. So,
2: and Danny and, uh, the rice. and do you were also on talking pass- about it.
0: Right. Rice. Rice. Rice, rice on Passover. What are we going to do, we- do about that? Yeah. <laughs> right. And, like, of course, that feels like oh, this small thing. But really, what does that look like? Like, this is the rest of your life. You're going to have, like, 50 Passovers together. What does it look like?
1: Right. I do wonder if there's some mystery in your history with, with him because he talked about some girls who were really, really lovely and if he builds this Shabbat practice that, that is what he wants in the future, I don't know, he should be hosting some Shabbats or connecting with some matchmaker locally or someone who hosts Shabbats and getting them to invite girls and seeing where I they I love blend. that as
2: an idea for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, open up your home, invite people for Shabbat or host it mm-hmm. in the community center. Mm-hmm. Get young singles, young professionals to come, whoever's in your age range, mm-hmm. plan the event around who you want to be there. Mm-hmm. And it won't just help him. It will help everybody in the community yes. to meet one another.
1: And don't put too
0: much pressure on it. Yeah. I feel like people are really nervous to host because they think it has to be this like grandiose thing with China platters and like beautiful five course meal. Like it can be a picnic, it can be a takeout, right? It could be everybody brings a dish. You know, people forget that they can just gather people together. It doesn't have to be perfect. They don't have to know every blessing from memory. It can be it can be chill. Make an
1: effort. Do Shabbat. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. (laughs) Can we do a double blessing on this? On this, Ooh. Can like Aliza do a blessing? And then my mom does a blessing yes. for, for, for Alan, for this guy. who's oh, searching for, for his pesheret. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay, oh, so I'll give you a blessing, Alan, <clears throat> that you should find and meet somebody who loves Shabbat the way that you love Shabbat, that you should build many Shabbat dinners together and create a unity between you and between everybody that you're connected with and that you should find that person this year. Amen.
1: With or without sardines. Yeah. <laughs> I will
3: use just one word. Let you meet your basher. Amen. Beautiful. Amen. Beautiful.
1: Amen. Beautiful. Thank you so much for Yenta to with us today. Join us for coffee next week. You can find us on Instagram at Elizabeth Shalom, at Michal Matches, or at Danielle Selber.
2: If you want to submit your question, slide into our DMs.